I want you to look at something right now. Think of some major goal you want, or maybe it's one you're already working on, and you have experienced a lot of setbacks, a lot of defeats. You've experienced a lot of disappointment. Maybe you've already given up. And maybe you just need a little fire, a little encouragement to get back in the game again. Here's what I want you to look at. There are winners, and there are losers, and there are people who have not discovered how to win. And all they need is some coaching. All they need is some help and assistance, just a little support. All they need is some insight or a different strategy or plan of action to make some adjustments that will open up the key to a whole new future for them, that will give them access to the unlimited power that they have within themselves. That's all that they need. So what I want you to do is, is think about something you want for you, that's real for you, that's important for you, that will give your life some special meaning and power. And I don't even want you to say, I can do that. I don't want you to assume that. See, five years ago, when I started out in this area, I would not have been able to make the mental leap that I would be up to where I am right now. I don't want you to begin to just psych yourself out. No, no. I want you to be able to say something to yourself that will enable you to maintain a level of integrity with yourself. That when you say this, even when you face tremendous setbacks, it, it will be a benchmark to keep you in the game, to keep you moving forward and experimenting and readjusting your strategy and your plan of action continuously, looking for ways to win. So what is that something? When you got an idea, you want to move on. You might not have the money. You might not have the education. You might not have the support or the resources you need. What is that something that can keep us going, that will enable us to act on our dream? What's one of those keys that will begin to help us to discover the secrets to our dream? Here's what I want you to repeat after me, please, with power and conviction. Say, it's possible. That's all I want you to do when you look at your dream. You say to yourself every day, it's possible. You say that every day to yourself, it's possible. Because what does that do? See, it begins to change your belief system. See, the way in which we operate, ladies and gentlemen, it's a manifestation of what we believe, what's possible for us. Whatever you've done up to this point, all that it really is, is a duplication, it's a reproduction of what you believe subconsciously that you deserve and what's possible for your life. Most people operate out of their personal history, out of their memory, things they've done, things they've experienced, things they've seen, things that they have observed. What I'm suggesting that you operate out of a larger vision of yourself. I want you to see yourself doing what you want to do, experiencing what you want to experience it, having what you want to have, doing what it is that gives your life some meaning and value. Operate out of your imagination, not your memory. Because whenever you look at where you want to go, I'm wanting to warn you, you will have some conversation back here after you go through the data that you've experienced in life saying you can't do it. And so what you want to begin to do is ignore that inner conversation. Well, most people, ladies and gentlemen, when something happens to them, what they do is they begin to believe that that's the way it is. That's the way it's always been. And they can't see the possibility of it being any different. Example, before April 1954, the common belief, the universal belief 
because it had been tried again and again and again and people had failed, the belief was that man was not physically capable of breaking the four-minute barrier, that he could not run a mile in less than four minutes. That was the belief on the planet. It had never been done. But here's what happened, ladies and gentlemen. Roger Bannister came along, and he broke the four-minute barrier. Now, here's what's significant about that. Since that time, up to this day, over 20,000 people have done it, including high school kids. What changed? 20,000 people, what changed? Here's what happened when they got on the track. They knew it had been done. And because they knew it had been done, there was a new belief about this barrier, about this goal that was unreachable. And those 20,000 people got in a race believing, knowing in their heart that someone had done it, that it's possible that they could do it. And I'm saying that if you know anybody that had some goal, some dream, something they wanted to do, and they did it, then I'm saying that you know in your heart that if someone has done it, then you can do it. It's possible. And that if someone can make their dream become a reality, that it's, it's possible that you can make your dream become reality. And so as you begin to look at where you want to go, beginning to embrace that, it's possible. I'm blessed and highly favored. I've got a lot going for me. I've got some good stuff in me. And it's possible that I can bring my greatness out here in the universe. That I can do what I want to do. It's possible I can write my own book. I can have my own business. I, I can take the trip and travel around the world. It's possible I can bounce back from adversity and reinvent my life. It's possible, regardless of where I am, the things can get better for me. It's possible. I'm thinking about two men right here in Chicago who are fairly successful, similar background, educated. They worked for a corporation for many years, and they were among many people that were laid off. Two guys who were very good friends. One went out looking for a job for several weeks, along with the other one, and they faced disappointment and rejection again and again and again. They couldn't find any work, which is the story of many people across this country. One guy stopped. He became discouraged. He stopped going. He stayed home looking at television, became very argumentative and toxic with his wife, drinking beer, getting on the phone, talking to his other negative unemployed friends. <laughs> and he just gave up. The other guy kept looking for a job everywhere he could go. Every time he could get an opportunity, kept asking people, networking, checking the newspapers every day, kept going everywhere he could, trying to find a job. You have too much education. You're overqualified. You won't be here long enough. He kept going. He kept going. He went to a place and said, look here, I tell you what, if you can't hire me, and I know you can use my talents, abilities, and skills, I don't want to sit home and do nothing. Just, just let me do some volunteer work. You don't have to give me anything, all right? I just want to work. I want to be busy. Guy said, okay, it's on you now, but don't, don't expect me to give you anything. It's okay. This guy came in and worked. He was the first one there. The last one to leave was the best employee there. About four weeks later, 
One of the top managers quit. They were looking for a replacement. Guess who they selected? This other guy. This guy who was volunteering his time. He got the job. What was the difference between the two men? Eyesight and mindsight. Eyesight is judging on what you see. Judging according to appearances. But mindsight is how you interpret what you see. One guy said, it's not possible, it's over, I'm finished. I can't do it. I can't make it. He surrendered. I've faced rejection again and again. I'm not going anymore. There are no jobs out there. But this other guy, he felt that in spite of the no's and rejections, in spite of how bad the economy is, in spite of what the newspapers are saying, that it's possible that somebody somewhere will give me a job. He just kept going, thinking it was possible. And guess what, ladies and gentlemen? That's what we have to do with our dreams. Because things happen to you in life that you can never, ever anticipate. And many times when those things happen, you want to give up. I remember when I was in broadcasting, when I was a disc jockey, I became very controversial, not only being a disc jockey, but I felt that radio was something that you not only entertain people with, but you also empower them, you educate them. And I got fired. I didn't just leave, they fired me. That was a shock. I said, wait a minute. They took my microphone. I thought that was who I was. No, no, ladies and gentlemen, it wasn't. I had to do something else. And I didn't know what else I could do. See, here's what I'm looking at. What are the uses for your life right now that you haven't even reached for yet? See, I believe that when you don't have enough encouragement to act on your dreams or ideas or you're not enlightened enough, that life will act on you. See, life had moved on me and said, Les Brown, you have outgrown this. It's time for you to do something else. Well, I wasn't enlightened enough. I organized some disc jockeys and got my job back. <laughs> so they had to find me again. <laughs> I got fired twice. Here's what I did. I had to think of something else. And so a guy suggested to me, he said, Les, why don't, why don't you run for office? I said, man, I've never run for office. I've never known anything about it how to operate in the political arena. I've heard encourage people to register to vote and get out to vote, but I don't know anything about politics. He said, neither do the people who run for office all the time. <laughs> so I ran. Now here's what I'm suggesting. I ran. You got to do what you can where you are with what you have. I didn't have any money. I didn't know anything about the political process. I didn't even have any support. But here's what the guy told me. It's possible you can win. That's all I had. I was running against an endorsed candidate. He was an incumbent. He had the newspaper support, all of the leadership in the community. And I was challenging this guy. So I had a saying when I was on radio, stand up for what you believe in because you can fall for anything. And I would go door to door. I have my kids on one side of the street. I would be on the other and I'd, I'd knock on doors. Hello, my name is Les Brown. Tell everybody I'm still standing. They get on the phone. Child Les Brown was to my house today. You know the boy on the radio with the big mouth? Yeah, they found him, honey. 
and he's still standing. See, I'm saying just, just keep moving. Don't start feeling sorry for yourself. Don't spend time blaming and talking about what happened to you. See, whatever you talk about, that's what you multiply and expand in your life experience. So don't talk about stuff unless you want it to keep on happening to you, all right? So I got in that kind of action. As I continue to do that, have my children with me. We're going door to door. Didn't have enough money. Eventually, we got close to the election and something happened that really surprised me. Guys who I thought were going to either support me or stay out of it, various powerful community leaders, they became involved in it and they endorsed my opponent. I felt devastated. Now that's going to happen to you when you're working on your dream. Things are going to happen that's going to catch you on the blind side. That was shocking to me. They didn't have to do that. All they had to do was just stay out of it. <laughs> But here they go, come up in there messing with me. Now that's gonna happen. There's some people who believe it's their personal business to stop you from living your dream, all right? <laughs> but I didn't deal with that. You wanna make your dream come true, you gotta stay focused. Some people rather get even than get ahead. Stay focused on where you wanna go. I just kept on doing what I was supposed to do. And so I was driving to the radio station my opponent had over $20,000. I had less than $800. As I was in the radio station, the guy said, you're going to make a commercial? I said, yes. He said, it better be a good one because that money can't go pretty far here. <laughs> and I sat there in the middle control room and I was thinking, and here's what happens when you get still. Stuff will start coming. Something said, call your mama. You used to talk about your mother on the air all the time. Ask her to say a few words for you. That'll be a different kind of political spot. So I called my mama, and I had a, a, a gospel record playing in the background. <laughs> and then I had my mother say, hello, this is Mrs. Mamie Brown. When I raised my sons, I raised them to be good children. When they got out of hand, I beat their behind and made them go right. Please vote for my son. He's a good boy. If you're new to the Impact Secret Podcast show, welcome to the family, to my existing family. As always, big up. Thank you for joining. On this podcast show, we shift the mindset through inspiration, motivation, with a standing foundation of self-discipline. I am your respectful host, E.D. For all you smart and intelligent folks out there, look, that just simply means it. Now, you know the model, you know the slogan, you know what we live by here. Bet on yourself. You won't win unless you get in the game and play. One quote that resonates well with us here is by Bob Marley. You never know how strong you are until being strong is the only choice you have. Living, if living means doing what you love to do, even if you have to fall to get back up.
as you know how we normally do here family at the show one question two thought-provoking statements first question for you to ponder what have you surrendered to that has caused you to stop chasing your goals and dream again what have you surrendered to that has caused you to stop chasing your goals and dreams first thought-provoking statement as you know this was uh, brought to you by well i should say inspired by les brown it's possible so the first uh, thought-provoking statement is it's possible the last and final is your belief system your belief system family if you're tuning in and you are a new new to the family i do ask if you're listening to this on youtube that you share this content also ask you subscribe also click the thumb up uh thumbs up button and leave a comment i'm interested to know what what more content that you guys are looking for if you're listening to on your favorite podcast platform I ask that you subscribe and, of course, leave five stars. If you leave anything less than five stars, I don't know how, why would you want to attack motivation or self-discipline? But who knows? I, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe people have done it before. But again, family, I do ask that you participate. This is just free, free of charge to you. Just pushing the content, you know, the as they say, the algorithm. So again, if you're listening on YouTube, click share, subscribe. If you haven't been subscribed, click the thumbs up button. And on podcasts, again, subscribe and click that five-star rating. Let's get into the show. I know you guys are ready for how I'm going to unpack what Les Brown talked about. See, it's an interesting story about Les Brown for me personally because I got connected to Les Brown because when I would drive an hour, hour and a half, one way to work, I had to find something to, I don't want to use the word occupy myself, but I needed to find something different than what I was doing. And it started really with a tape by Zig Ziglar when he talked about turning your vehicle into a uh, learning library. So at that point, I really just started digging in even more than I was already doing with personal development. And that's all I would listen to on my way to work on my way back home. And I started, I mean, in it, and I would listen to it over and over and over again. And how this principle of what Les Brown discussed about is possible came to light for me is I had asked myself, I was like, why am I still focusing on what didn't go the way that I thought it shouldn't go? Or why am I focusing on the the outcome of what it should be instead of what it is? See, a lot of times, family, we get so caught up in the the issue and the problem that we lose traction of finding out a true solution. See, that's why I asked that, that, that probing question of saying, what did you surrender to to have you stop chasing your dreams? See, a lot of times, family, we surrender to family or we, we, we surrender to job pressures or we surrender to friend pressures. It's all of these pressures out here. It's like a mixing bowl and we're, we're surrendering to it because it's, it's, it's not what it's, it's sort of easier to, to, I don't want to use the word get along, but it's more or less to surrender to something that you 
know is not inside of you. Meaning if you have a business inside of you, if you have a a way that you want to help people inside of you, whatever that is inside of you, and you're not acting on it because of the the fear of of disrupting what people thought you should be doing. Mm, I like that. Because see, a lot of times, family, people will tell you what you should do with your life. They will put you in a box. They will minimize you. They will discredit you because it's not you're not doing what they want to do. But see, this is the this is the trick here, family. This is your life, not their life. See, you have to make a decision that even if you get like Les Brown said, hit on the blind side that you have the will uh, to keep going, because a lot of times, family, I'm mean, even for myself, I've been hit on the blind side and I was just like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. This doesn't even make sense to me. But see, also, too, you also got to be careful with that, too, because, see, uh, when he talked about you getting hit on the blind side, it also could be an opportunity for you to go experience something else. And you're trying to stay where you don't need to be. It's sort of like when I shared the story about with the actual dog laying on the nail and the dog had every opportunity to move but the dog didn't move because it wasn't ready to move yet see when you get ready to do something like when you said you made your mind up like hey listen this relationship is no longer working for me or this job opportunity is no longer working for me or this neighborhood that I am living in is no longer working for me whatever that again thing is when you make your mind up family you become extremely like you make decisions like and you probably look back just think about some of the decisions you've made where you just took as tony uh robbins would say take a massive action like you didn't wait until tomorrow to put it off you didn't wait until next week you were like nope this is getting done today i've had enough i've had it and i've been in that situation multiple times where you kept giving you you know you kept talking yourself out of the reasons why you don't move forward you you keep you keep limiting your beliefs because you're like well i've never seen anyone do it but even the ones that i have seen do it i don't know if i will be able to do that so when i got into this personal development space family all I was really doing was all I wanted to do was just really inspire people like how I got inspired because I knew that it wasn't really truly all about the actual motivation and being inspired and getting being all happy go lucky it wasn't it wasn't about that and a lot of people that I would come into contact with or have conversations with in so many words they would that's what they would think. And I was like, no, that is not it. See what, what the inspire. that's why I always have to, at the beginning of the show, I, I, I discuss, you know, I want to inspire and motivate, but the foundation of this is really self-discipline. Every time I self-discipline myself in a particular area, I have seen amazing results. I have seen the results that maybe you, and you know how we are family. Like if you say, well, you know, I want to lose you know, 10 pounds and you lose eight, you're not happy that you didn't lose those other two a lot of times because we really wanted that 10. But you don't, but if you set back family and I'm going to, I'm going to help, I'm going to help release some people right now. If you set back and you look at, yes, you didn't get the 10 and now, and, and but you have a chance to figure out number one reason, why didn't you get those, those 10 pounds? 
okay, maybe you should have done this and more of this, but you lost eight. See, (laughs) I hate harping on this point, family, but it is so true. When you get to a point when you really do lock in and stop focusing on the issue and and really start looking for outcomes, you're going to be shocked and surprised the amount of energy you were spending on what you're what you're going with or or uh, the favorite saying or, or 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 slang out there or slogan is, well, it you know, it, it is what it is. But but why does it have to be that? It doesn't have to be. It is what it is. You don't have to surrender to that. You don't have to be in a position of 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 accepting something even even though you don't agree with. You have the ability to change, especially in these days and times. See, when my mom and dad was grow uh, was or was growing up, or I shouldn't even say growing up in the workforce and everything. It wasn't all of these opportunities that we have available to us. With the with the with the internet, I mean, it's it's an oyster, but it's up to you to make a decision of what you're going to do. How are you going to invest? So you don't like your current situation. What are you going to do to change it? Because it's really about your mental attitude of saying, "How am I going to take this mental leap?" Because a lot of times it's easy to say you're going to do it, but it's another thing to actually do it. That's why we always go back and talk about how at the New Year's or at New Year's where everybody say, hey, you know, I'm going to get in shape and I'm going to do all these things. And then a month into the situation or less, mostly or less, you don't even see that many people at the gym. Or you don't see those many people working out in home at, at home anymore because now you can literally just bring your, your your the gym to your house. Literally, you may not even have all the machines, but now people are finding creative ways to use their own body weight in order to lose the, the weight that they need to lose. So when you start really, you know, as Les Brown talked about, start focusing on your goals and start focusing on the things you really, truly want out of life instead of focusing on revenge. I am a still a work in progress. See, because for me, the reason why um, I like I, I understand what he was saying, but I also understand see my mentality. See, I have a mindset when somebody tells me I can't do something or you're not going to be anything or you're not all, all those all the negative things you can think of. I, that's for me. That's when I lock in like, oh, it's on. But I have to, I have learned that I have to be careful because once I prove that, that person or those people wrong, then what? You know, so I've learned that I have to start creating, you know, my own, I don't want to say battles, but creating my own sense of mental identity in a way of saying that, okay, this is what I want and this is what I'm going to go after. And it's, it's not about the thing. Keep that in mind, family. It's not about the thing. It's about what you become as you're going after the thing that you say that 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 you truly want, because what you will do, what you'll find yourself doing. And I've done it as well is when you start operating out of the experiences of your failures, you know, like you may have said, well, I want to go back to school, but uh, I had a two point. Oh, GPA. Yep. That was me too. I think it was two, two, two point one, something like that. 
But I said, hey, what I got to lose? Because I was watching people that I was like, how did you get into college? <laughs> you know, you're like, how did you get in here? They just letting anybody in nowadays? Well, let me see if I can get in. And it's a lot of times, family, you will be shocked when you said, well, let me go ahead and give this a, a go. What's the worst could happen? Would they say no? Or it doesn't turn out the way I want it, but at least I've done more than most people where I've actually put a plan in place and said, I'm going to go for it and I'm going to learn from the experience. Because when you ask a lot of people like, hey, you know, what do you do when you normally get off your job or even before? Are you doing anything extra, any extra things to, to make yourself better? And you'll be shocked how many people will tell you, no, I just don't have the time. And then you can then this is this is the question that I'll say next. Have you seen the Game of Thrones? And I'll be like, yeah. What season have you seen? Oh, I've seen them all. Oh, OK. You just keep going on. And reason why I say that, family, is because. People make time for the things they truly want out of life. So if you're saying, I don't have time, or or if you're saying, well, I don't know if I can do this, you're right. You don't know if you can do it. So won't you go find out if it's possible? Won't you go find out if it's possible for you to be the person you keep dreaming of or you keep thinking of or daydreaming of, whatever, but you're unwilling to take the risk because you know what is required of you to become in order to really chase this fully. Because everything that you really say you want out of life and everything you want to do, you have to become somebody then different than what you was. And that's been a struggle for me fighting with understanding that path to greatness and knowing, hey, this is what's going to be required and a lot of times it's like, oh, I don't want to do that. But what do you want out of life? Are you willing to give up and minimize your sleep? Because, fam, you know what the challenge is? Is it's like, for me on a Sunday, maybe I'm not talking to everybody. Maybe I may be talking to one or two people, and that's fine. But on a Sunday, you're all excited about Monday because you're like, okay, I got my plan, the time I'm going to wake up, these are the things I'm going to execute on. And you set your alarm clock. Let's say you you said, hey, I'm going to get up at five or four or whatever. And it's, it's, it's the hardest time to go to sleep, especially if you're just starting off because you're so anxious. And then you get up, you go and execute, and then you're like, oh, man, that was amazing. Why haven't I been doing this before? But the challenge is, is the days you don't feel like getting up. The challenge is the days where you know people are counting on your content because it's going to help is helping them through a trial, some trials and tribulations that they're going through. Or they're like me where I was on the road a lot and I would listen and listen because what I understand, family, is when you take that information and you start really believing and you start cracking your own self-belief of when, you know, somebody told you you wasn't tall enough, you wasn't big enough, you wasn't this enough. It was, it's always and you and you have to understand, though, you have to start looking 
at what, what people say and start trusting your gut instinct. Your instinct will, I tell you, my spidey senses, you know, I've, I'm learning more to trust my instinct because, and I said my spidey senses be, because I understand the value of believing in oneself. I understand the value of knowing that I have the potential to change my situation. But the challenge is, is are you going to do it? It's not that you don't want to. It's are you going to do it? Because we'll, we'll put so much blame on other people that we'll, we, we, won't, we won't take any of the blame. We won't say, well, yep, that was my fault. I probably could have done this better or done that better. But now that we're here, so what are we going to do? Are we going to move forward or move apart? So family, I challenge you to work on your belief system. It's For me, it's a it's an everyday thing. It's not a, oh, I'm good. I, you, I just worked on it. I'm great. No, it's an everyday thing because there's things that, you know, you you want to be better at or there's things that you know should be better and you're like, oh. Why do I have to deal with this? Why am I going through this? But eventually you get, you're going to get to a point where you're like, okay, I'm going through it. This is what, this is what I've been challenged with. I've been tasked with. Let me go out. Let me execute. And it is again, family. It's a, I don't want to fool you. Like some of these speakers out here. I don't want to mislead you. Like some of these speakers out here. I want to just keep it a buck with you and tell you, it is a daily process because if you look at life, you, you, you know, it's a daily progression. You have to say, you know what? Today is the day that I'm going to focus on all these things. And I'm not going to go to bed until I execute on if I don't execute on all these things. Well, I guess this is one more thing I got left over to start on tomorrow. Because if you're not careful, you're going to allow people's personal business to stop you from letting your letting you live the dreams that you want to you want to dream. And don't let your identity get caught up in what you do. Because that's not the only thing that you do. There are many facets to your to your to your life. Don't allow yourself to get caught up in. Oh, you're a mother. Oh, you're a father. Oh, oh, you do this. Or, or you work here. Or you're this is your title. Because there's more to you than that. And a lot of times we get caught up in these titles. We get caught up in these these misleading things that we don't get to find out who our true self is. So I challenge you this week, family, as you're listening to the show, I got heat coming. Um, I'm not letting up. And you say, where where is this coming from? (sighs) We'll talk about that. But it's showtime, family. And I hope today's episode has some impact on you that it's possible. It's possible to go after your dreams, regardless of the outcome. Understand what you're becoming. Understand who you're be who, who who you're becoming, 
and continue to experiment and pivot, experiment and pivot. Because that for me has, that's the only way it worked for me. And when I say worked, I mean, I was able to read more. I was able to listen to more audiobooks. I was able, once I made that shift, I'm like, okay, I'm always looking to buy books. Because at first I was, you know, kind of, uh, because I was like that because I was like, maybe I'm reading too much and I'm not taking enough action. And that was a concern of mine. But if one book for $10 or $15 has a nugget that's going to be worth a thousand or millions, millions of dollars, I have to keep going. I have to keep reading. Well, family, I hope you enjoyed today's show. Like I said, this has been your boy ED. Until next time.